Have you ever felt like the work you were supposed to love is instead sucking your soul and you aren't making the impact you always dreamed of making? If so, you aren't alone. From broke and underemployed to six figures plus, powered only by daydreams and grit, I realized I was burning out and my values of freedom, purpose, and making an impact were taking the backseat to my wallet. I realized that I needed to build my own field guide to awesome from the inside out. So I gave it all up and I traveled the world to rediscover what was most important to me and create a business that filled my pockets, filled my soul, and allowed me to multiply my impact. But the question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our community of experts and share the secrets of success from the inside out. My name is Trina Serechia, and this is the Field Guide to Awesome. Hi, folks. Welcome to the first episode of Field Guide to Awesome. I'm excited to interview my very first guest, Ash Samuel. Ash is a first-generation immigrant who bootstrapped his IT services business from scratch and turned a layoff into a successful business opportunity and has created many jobs for others. Hi, Ash. Thank you so much for coming on to the Field Guide to Awesome podcast. I wanted to ask you a big question. But first, tell me a little bit about you. Sure. My name is Ash Samuel. I'm from Bedford, New Hampshire. We have you know, IT services company, CrossNet, and we service small, medium-sized businesses for all their IT and computer service needs. That's awesome. One of the things that we talk about on Field Guide to Awesome is about how you got into business and some of the challenges that you overcame and the mindset shifts that help you do that. And my big question to you for this quick episode is what was the biggest challenge you faced in your business and what was the mindset shift that helped you break through it? Sure. That's a great, great question to ask. Um, and um, so the reason why I got into business uh, was because I got laid off and I honestly couldn't find a job for the longest time. So really started as, as a side hustle. And within six months uh, to nine months, I found myself, you know, realizing that I could really, you know, do this on my own full time. And the and then I started doing that, but the biggest challenge was uh, like any you know bootstrapped company, a startup, is to make ends meet. I had a family to feed and you know the usual bills to pay. Um, so one of the you know and I was an IT guy. I was you know the guy who sat in a cube or a silver closet and you know really never interacted with people and and did sales. So sales was the biggest challenge that I had. And so what I realized and where the mind shift happened in sales was, first of all, I, as most people I think feel about sales, when we talk about sales, we almost think of, you know, taking advantage of or taking advantage of someone. And the typical, you know, cliche person that we can think of is, a car salesperson, right? And, you know, I had a a shift, real shift when somebody sold me a car about in 2007. And I still remember the person's name. Her name was Chantel. I don't remember her last name. I never met her again. It was a one-time transaction, but she did such a great job. She really helped me find the right car for me. And I realized, um, you know, in my business as well, 
that when I'm trying to do sales, what I'm really trying to do is help people. Uh, mm. So that's one thing. The, the other thing that I'm really trying to do is find the people that need my help. So there has to be almost like a dating game, so to speak, that they have needs and I have the answers to their needs. And then that transaction can happen where there is a win-win. And it's not like I'm trying to push my solution or my service on someone that is not ready for it or doesn't have a need for it. So I have to only find those people that have a need for the service I'm providing as well as are ready and willing to pay for that service. So when you find that match, it becomes very easy to make that sale. And so that's really helped, that really helped me shift uh, you know, uh, myself and my thinking that I'm not trying to look at people and see dollar signs. I'm not trying to look at um, a room full of people and see whom I can you know, sell my services because I have bills to pay. And then the next thing, you know, the, the next level was how to find these people, right? And the, the best way, again, I was a very, you know, engineering mindset I had, so very logical. But the best way to find people who are willing to open up and talk to you about their needs is to show them love, right? Show them mm. love and have, and have gratitude. So to, you really have to have a mind shift again to find these people by showing an emotional, uh, to really have an authentic emotional connection. It's not, you know, a romantic love, but you really care about them, that you really are concerned about them. And then they open up and they tell you that, you know, they have all these needs. Now, a lot of people may not have the needs that you can fulfill. So either you pass them on and they become a referral from you to someone else, or you move on because you don't know anyone that can help them in that situation. But you don't stop there and try to still convince them about something that they probably do not need or they are not ready to have it. So why I say those two things is also very critical because sometimes we know what they need, but they're not ready for it. So don't try to push is what I learned. They will come back at some point when they realize they really need that PC or they need that network or they need that security or whatever else that you're selling, what they need, you might realize it faster than they do. So you just have to be patient with some and, uh, and you have to move on. And so those are the kind of mind shifts that really helped me. That's, that's a huge mindset shift. That's a huge change in a way of thinking. Congratulations on coming to that. Now, Thank you. It was a long journey, though. Yeah. <laughs> I started my business in 2003. Yeah. And about when did that mindset shift come for you? Uh, I really can't put a date or even a year, but I would say it took me a few years. And it came very gradually. It wasn't like an aha moment, because I think I've talked to a few mind shifts. They're all connected to sales and how to approach sales. But uh, it took time. And I honestly can't say it probably a few years. Okay. is my guesstimate. And I'm still learning. I'm still getting better. You know, it's, you never stop, right? So I'm still getting better at connecting with people. I'm still getting better at moving on, right? Sometimes you get impatient and sometimes you, you know, try to still be pushy when you sure really not. So it's just a skill that you keep improving on. That's brilliant. 
with the success that you've been able to bring with your company, because it looks like you started off bootstrapping and you've really built a company that creates jobs for others. Can you tell me more about the impact that you've been able to create? So um, that also, I think, is a, you know, a, a layered answer that I would give you. The way I look at that is I was always looking at, for example, the bottom line how much profit the company can make and how much you know revenue I can make, how many more accounts I can have. It really literally took me like 10 years, you know, and I think I was honestly dumb in that sense, mm-hmm. in that area. And I was, you know, finally willing to accept that, okay, I need to have a shift here. And what that shift was is to really hire somebody, right? So when you hire somebody, the first thing that happens is your bottom line goes because now you have an extra, you don't have extra customers, but you have an extra employee. And that was really hard. So I really started with part-time, but I was committed to make that person full-time you know, in my heart. And that's what matters. Your heart really matters, not your mind. In your mind, you can think logically, but in your heart, you really have to believe that you're going to make this person a full-time employee. And so what I, what my shift was, I started again having that love for employees. Instead of now having love for customers, I was having love for employees. I'm trying to build a team that can then help the customers. So it's going to be a layer. In other words, I love my customers, but I love them through my employees. I can't expect my employees to love them while I don't love my employees. So I'm trying to create an environment where they can come, enjoy, play, and it it really needs to be um, uh, a place where they can hang out and do the work and still, it it really is an activity instead of work. And they're Mm. active and they're doing something and then that really helps give good customer service and then that really helps build customers, retain customers, and attract more customers through refer- referrals and through word of mouth and through just, you know, giving good service to clients. So uh, you can't really, you know, jump directly to customers and say, hey, I'm going to have satisfied customers without having satisfied employees. Oh, Ash, I love that. I love that. And what I'm pulling from that um, is it's like you're multiplying your impact you're exponentially multiplying your impact when you make a good working environment for your employees and you make it a place that they want to enjoy coming to work and doing what their role is that flows to your customers and they have a great experience and that allows them to create their own impact with their own businesses. So that's, that's what I absolutely love about what you, what you just said. That's brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. Ash, I want to thank you very much for joining me on the Field Guide to Awesome. And I hope you'll join me again for a follow-up interview. Absolutely. would love to do that. Thank you, Trina, for having me. Awesome. Hey, everyone. If you'd like to find out more about Ash Samuel, check out the show notes for a link to his business, CrossNet, Inc., Stay tuned for Field Guide to Awesome's next guest in the next episode, Tim Barnaby, a business influence expert and presentation skills consultant. He helps sales professionals communicate effectively and win influence. See you in the next episode. Hey, thanks for listening. 
I truly hope you got something out of this episode that you can immediately implement in your life or business. If so, one of the easiest ways you can help me and multiply your impact is to please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and help me reach other heart-centered and socially conscious entrepreneurs like you. As a special thank you, when you leave your rating and review, you'll win a 15-minute free consultation meeting with me to talk specifically about your business. Just send me an email with an image or a screenshot of your rating and we'll schedule the time. Thanks again and be awesome.